now we're live for another thrilling adventure with the Fiber Coven podcast. Yes. It's very exciting. I'm Lauren from Valkyrie Fibers. And I'm Emily from Kitty with a Cupcake. And we're here to be yarn gremlins together and talk about some witchy stuff as well. And it's exciting this week because we are together in person. We're on the same couch. It's exciting. It is exciting. I love it. Thanks for coming to visit me. And it happy to be here and if you're watching us on video i am wearing pants you just can't see them they're secret pants they're secret pants mm-hmm. um we're comfy because emily's a very cozy and lovely hostess and i'm happy to be here yay we're having fun so yeah you might you might know about this uh if you're watching vlogmas because uh lauren stalked a little bit through the first vlogmas video she has some secret cameos but she'll be fully in them for the rest of vlogmas we just wanted to toy with you because we are cruel um. <laughs> but that is kind of a bit of our news that we usually start off with is that there will be exciting uh, content for everybody, free Vlogmas stuff on Emily's YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Just Kitty with a Cupcake, right? Yes. Yes. So there's free content for you guys. We have a helpful Buttercup. We love her. Um, she guards us from mm-hmm. evil squirrels and mailmen. Yes. They're so evil. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, Yes, there'll be bonus content. Do we have any other news? Mostly that, that there will be bonus content. I will post links to it on our Fiber Coven Patreon as well. So it's really easy to find, but it is at my Kitty with a Cupcake YouTube. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Lauren's here through December 11th. So she's going to be in a ton of Vlogmas videos and it'll be really fun. We're going to go have Kentucky Adventures and uh, Mm -hmm. we're doing a lot of pin labors so you'll also see a lot of enamel pin process (laughs) Mm -hmm. that will be all of my like quote-unquote business content in office hours Mm -hmm. i'm here to doing my business (laughs) (laughs) it's our business well the pins are your business but i mean it's all good we work together it's a thing Mm -hmm. anyway you're here to listen to us talk about yarn stuff i guess so i finished an object and you're wearing it it's the truche triangle shawl which emily designed and it's in the Power of the Full Moon colors, which is what we're both wearing. I guess there's spoilers for December. Um, but it's it, December now. It's December like, now. Yeah. Things happen. Mm-hmm. It's nowhere near the full moon, though. But I think it looks lovely. It's I, so pretty. I really enjoyed knitting this. I banged it out very fast because I did not want to be working on it on an airplane. But I loved it. Uh, it, was, it was just a dream project. It was fun. It was fun to plan out where all the colors were going um since i'm a little a person who craves order i did want to keep all the colors going in the right uh sequence but uh, i used emily's handy coloring pages to determine like where that sequence would start on each row so that colors weren't next to each other so if you have a bunch of colors you're playing with uh this pattern is great because it has that coloring page i think everything goes nicely with each other i think it looks so great Mm-hmm. I really love how it turned out. I'm so excited that this is going to be my sample of this pattern. And I think that the colors look really nice in it. It's like It just like reads like pretty stained glass to me. Mm-hmm. And I must say it was really satisfying to close up all the, the intersection points. That was like a very satisfying part of knitting this project. Mm-hmm. And if you are knitting it, um, and it says so in the pattern, um, so you'll be reminded of it. Like at the intersection point, you'll be like, ooh, nothing's lining up. I'm a terrible knitter. I've done a bad job. But that is not the case. You use your ends and you make everything like really tidy and dialed in yeah. when you're weaving in your ends. It's kind of like closing up the top of a hat you do mm-hmm. with your ends. And it just like fixes whatever's misaligned with that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Well, that and is I, beautiful. And, and I would recommend weaving in your ends as you go because there's a lot of them in this. I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and you regretted it. I remember. I did. <laughs> so, so what I did, because you start off on the, the base of the uh, triangle. Like when you're building a pyramid, you obviously start at the base. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically as I f- like finished off each section, I would weave in the ends. So if there were no more triangles to be added to that section – I would weave in those ends and that that really um, spread that tedious weaving and ends out over the whole thing, which was good. We're having some delicious tea. Mm. It's cozy. It is. It is really cozy, although it is like 70 degrees here in Louisville today, which is nice. It's nice. It's super nice. That's Mm -hmm. why I'm not wearing pants. Slorp. Slorps. You didn't finish anything, right? No, no. But we have been working on things. Yes. We did a lot of knitting. Oh, I guess I did finish something because we haven't recorded in two weeks. I finished those socks that I was working on, the like different like fiesta colored socks. Yes, the fiesta socks. Um, But they're far away. I'm not going to get them. But I finished them. They're nice. Um, Mm -hmm. They're going to be a gift missed present. So yeah, I did finish something because two weeks ago is when we last did this. Well, I guess we can talk about the socks we've cast on since then. Mm-hmm. Emily's got more than a sock. I do. I, I have more than a sock. <laughs> <laughs> um, we we took a break last week for Thanksgiving, and I got a lot of sock knitting during done during Thanksgiving because it was like hanging out with people and like Chad's cooking, and mm-hmm. like I didn't want to work on something that I needed to brain. So I have this whole sock. And surprise, it's in Lauren's yarn. Um, it's the spearmint tea colorway that I'm using for the body. And then I'm using the leftovers of my um, purple nurple um, from Lola Bean Yarn Co. that I used for my sucker punch shrug um, because I had lots of nice leftovers. And I thought the purple speckles in the spearmint tea went really well with this bright, vibrant yes. purple. I think it's a great choice. I think they're really cute. They're classy, just like classic socks. Um, they are a present for someone and this is how far i am on the second sock exciting yeah i was working on it last night while we had adventures we did have adventures i saw live music which is not something i do regularly and it was such a treat i'm going to see lots of live music (laughs) (laughs) i also have been working on my socks i'm doing the forest fruit socks by sachiko b and I'm to the point where I'm going to do some color work. The pattern, actually, I believe is a cuff down pattern, but that's not how I roll. So really, the pattern is just um, the color work chart. So I decided to just do my own thing. I'm using uh, Knox Yarn Co's in the Harbinger color. There's a cute mushroom stitch marker and on there. It just really, me. really cute little mushroom stitch marker from Knit Boop Studios if you wanted to get your own. But anyway. The yarn is Faunus Base Harbinger Colorway. I did a flegal heel and I got through the heel in the airplane and I got through the leg of this sock uh, while we were at the jazz jam last night in the speakeasy. Like literally like my first outing in Louisville, like they take me to this speakeasy. It's like literally below a sandwich shop and then there's just like amazing music going on below this sandwich shop. It was magical, but that is not to do with my sock the color work chart i believe is for 72 stitches which is more stitches than i usually do uh these are for a friend who has feet that are a little larger than mine so i did a 68 count circumference for the foot and then uh, last night uh while we were jamming into the wee hours well we weren't jamming we were listening to people jam observing the jamming i increased from 68 stitches to 72 which is just 
four stitches. It's yeah. it's not that much. Mm-hmm. And I think that will be a nice fit for the intended recipient. And that's that's the plan with these. I'm going to start the color work soon. Nice. That's exciting. Yeah. And then the only other thing I really brought to work on is I wanted to use up my Moon Club scraps. You can see all these Moon Club colorways. I'm doing a kind oh, of... I haven't seen this in the light yet. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing kind of a faded color hat and I'm just... Um, kind of going in rainbow order for this one kind of messing with the order of the moon club colorway and i'm blending the snow moon or the pink moon colorway into artemis right now it's nice. and so i have an irregular amount of scraps left for some reason so i'm just past the crown on the hat i'm going from pink moon into artemis and then it's going to go into flower moon so we're going pinky to purple right now hopefully i'll get a little more work done on it and this will use up all of my scraps and I like a slouchy hat, so I think that's going to work. I love good. a slouchy hat. And I'm also doing something different. I'm going I'm doing I'm aiming for a double thickness hat, a reversible double thickness hat. I saw this uh, concept from Fly Dyed, who is someone you should absolutely follow follow for both their beautiful dyeing work and their smart ideas is I'm basically knitting a big tube like crown to crown and then I'm going to put one inside the other and so that you can wear it reversibly. I'm going to try out that concept. I'm excited to see how it works. And it will be extra warm. It will be double warm, Mm -hmm. which is good because I live somewhere quite snowy. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Awesome. What else have you been working on? I'm working on something I can't show people. Yes, the swatch. You've seen it, but yeah. It's a swatch for a thing I'm not allowed Mm -hmm. to talk about, so... I hope I didn't spoil anything by saying it was a swatch. (laughs) I I think that's fine. I can say I'm knitting a swatch. Just can't say what it's for or what the swatch looks like. You're not. You really don't have anything besides the socks right now. Uh, I guess we are pretty deep. I'm pretty busy. I I have only really been processing pins. Yeah. And I've only really taken like maybe an hour break aside from working to play Animal Crossing like the past two weeks every day. Like fair enough. It's just like. That's why it's only a sock, because that sock was like, well, people were around or like things Mm -hmm. were happening. I have pretty much been doing the pin life. It's fun. I -hmm. like it. That's why I'm here. Yeah. She's very helpful. Mm -hmm. Well, sweet. I guess we can talk about our acquisition. Should we talk about the acquisition that we got that was the same? Yeah. So, well, we also, we, I, I bought in the Kickstarter one of Emily's Crescent Moon necklaces. So we're both have one of those. This is my little acquisition. And last night at the jam session, the it was kind of a going away um, event for a singer. And she also does wire wrapped crystals. Yeah. Sweet. So we each got a, a fancy rock and we put them on our necklaces. Mine's Apophyllite and it's really pretty. And I think it like just coincidentally matches the metal of the... Uh, crescent moon necklace really nicely mm-hmm. and i got this one because i loved the way it was wrapped you can't really tell on here but maybe we'll put a picture in yeah it's really just yeah, we should take a picture of that yeah that's a good idea it was really nice the way it was um wrapped up we don't remember the name of the maker's online selling place but we promise we will find it and put it in the show notes yes and with along with pictures of our beautiful necklaces mm-hmm Mm-hmm. And then so the the crescent moon necklaces from your Kickstarter are really nice. The chain is nice and long. You can clearly add your own, you know, whatever other charms you'd like on there. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. with your space buns. There you go. It's okay. I can dress myself sometimes. <laughs> Not all the time. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. And then it looks like you've acquired some other things. I have acquired some things that I kickstarted um, that have just magically shown up because that's what happens when you kickstart things. It's a fun time. And I got two pins that these launched like shortly before I launched my own pin Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was like spying on people and seeing like what people did for like the layout of their page and like what information they looked on there. So I wanted to support the people that I was like looking at what kind of graphics they had and stuff. I'm not saying I copied anyone. I didn't copy anyone. But, you know, you, like, do market research and look at, like, what other people are doing. Yeah, you were just saying you're copying the sorts of information people were looking for. Yeah, yeah. Not, Mm -hmm. not like, graphics or anything. It's all my own art. Mm -hmm. Um, But I did get this. that's obvious. You have a style. Yeah, I just wanted to, like, (laughs) um, say what what I was doing. Mm -hmm. Uh, And this is by Joanna Behar, who is based in France. And it's a really cute – I guess I'll scoot forward so you can see it better. It's a really cute little, like, crescent moon with a very tiny happy face and some cute little, like, pastel swirlies. And it was a sun and moon-themed Kickstarter, so she has a sun version, too. And there were, like, patches and, like, sun catchers and stuff as well. So she had a bunch of stuff. And she has really cute, some cute witchy pins. She has, like, a book of spells pin, and she has some, like, swear word pins that are fun. Um, so I got that. And then the other one I got is from Mussyhead. And she did a whole cat fan club Kickstarter with a bunch of different types of cats. And they were all circle badges like this. Um, so I got Black Cat Fan Club for Ash. Um, I think it's super cute. But she has pins for like Siamese and like Calico and like every every type of cat you could possibly want. She made pins and stickers of. So that's super fun. And then the other thing that I kickstarted is a tarot deck. I know. Shock. Ah, Emily got another tarot deck. Um, it's funny. <laughs> We're very predictable. Yeah. I got it's it's funny. Last night at the thing, as soon as they said wrapped crystals, we, we were, were just like, like sold mm-hmm. two sales right here. Yep. I mean, it was fun. We were having a fun time. She mm-hmm. sells crystals. It's a great, great little memento of our mm-hmm. experience. So this deck, I think it's really neat. It's called the Standard Playing Card Tarot. And they are regular card size cards. And it's like a standard deck of cards. So like all the pip cards are like your regular basic type of cards. But it has all of the major arcana as well in the style of like a standard deck of playing cards. And it's nice because those are blue. Yeah. So they're visually distinct. Yeah, the numbers are blue and they have that like different little symbol on them. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you can tell the difference. They are all reversible, like mm-hmm. a standard deck of cards. So, so you no can't reading reve- reversals yeah, in this you can't deck. Read reversals. Not that we really do that either. I don't us. read. Yeah, I don't read reversals anyway. So that's like kind of ideal for me. And there's like an additional court card because, of course, there aren't knights in a standard playing card deck. So they did cavaliers for knights. The jacks are the pages in this. And they did art for the aces. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. I must say all the, I took a peek at the major arcana. They're all really nice. they're all really nice. They're just like, I kind of like. I particularly like temperance. Yeah, they're kind of all the like mm-hmm. standard Smith Waite version of the cards, but like mm-hmm. interpreted as like kings and queens of the 
standard playing card deck and I think they're just they look really nice mm-hmm. um, I got this because I thought it would be nice to have as kind of a travel deck because it's smaller and it's not like super fancy art so I can maybe be like a little bit less precious about it than some of my other decks but I think it's neat be good for if you're stranded on a desert island you could play solitaire and take your tarot readings yes I mean I guess you could do that with a standard tarot with like an art tarot deck too you just just be harder yeah it's a lot easier to visually play solitaire Mm -hmm. with regular cards yes Yes. Yeah, so that's what I got, and it ties in very perfectly to our topic for this week. We're talking about the queens in our discussion of the court cards. We are on to the queens. Yeah, and I usually read my notes for this off of my laptop uh, that we record on, but my laptop is over there doing the audio, so I'm going to read off my iPad for this. I bring nothing to the table except my opinions. I mean, that's. <laughs> I just I, I like to have something to read or I just yammer on and say um even more times than I do when I'm reading something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so for queens, they're traditionally gendered as female, but they can represent anyone who embodies like feminine energies. They don't have mm-hmm. to specifically be female. And some decks also don't rank them as higher as higher or lower than the kings. Yeah, they're equal. Yeah, they can be depending on how you read and what they, deck it is yeah and i th- i think that they just like embody like different aspects of their suits they have both mastered their suits and like are at the highest point of their understanding of like what the different uh meanings are for those suits but they are good at different things mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. the masculine and feminine mm-hmm. aspects of the leadership of that suit yeah so they are um, more likely to express their power creatively rather than authoritatively. That's a big difference from queens and kings. Mm-hmm. And uh, queens are very in tune with themselves. They're inspiring and combine competence with the awareness of the world around them. And in the journey of life, if you're thinking about it as uh, like we were talking about different stages of adulthood or life, um, they are like fully adults. They're in their 30s to 50s or older like they know who they are they're mm-hmm. they have they're experience person yeah um and they tell us to use our abilities to the fullest so i think the queens are very inspiring cards do you agree mm-hmm. definitely mm-hmm. definitely should we talk about each of the individual queens sure which one are we starting with boss? i have cups first yes so we're just using for example my marigold tarot deck because that was the one that we had on hand mm-hmm so here is the image. It's a skull with a lotus blossom in it. Yeah. The Queen of Cups, because all the cups are skulls in the marigold deck. Mm-hmm. And generally, um, she can represent calmness. Um, she's compassionate, sensitive. Uh, she's a healer and uh, kindness. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Since cups are emotions, somebody who's both in tuned with and mastered their own emotions. Mm-hmm. And I think in all of the queens, I'm sure you already said this, but I feel like there's an aspect of generosity. Yeah. the kings as well. Yeah. I feel like there's Mm -hmm. an aspect of generosity. Yeah. I think because you, because they are masters of their craft and uh, they're like aspirational, like you want to be like them. They're not Mm -hmm. like really a warning as much as some other cards are that like Mm -hmm. if you have fully reached your potential in something, then you should help others. 
And if somebody's going to be a regent, I think we just all hope our regents would yes, be generous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so she has very powerful intuition um, and she has a lot to do with like trusting your subconscious and like trust your feelings and your gut and like focus on your own emotional health. Um, self-love, I feel like, is a big part of this card that you like can't really be compassionate towards others until you love yourself. That's mostly what I had. Cool. She could also be uh, artistically gifted, affectionate, and romantic in outlook, which is just kind of like more parts of cups generally. Mm-hmm. What's our next suit? I have pentacles next, which this is the card I drew for my daily draw today, which is very thematically appropriate. She was on the bottom of my neck deck and popped out today. Mm-hmm. So this is my queen of pentacles, which is rings in the deck, and it is a richly clothed um figure in a dress holding a ring aloft above her head kind of in praise mm-hmm. and she is generous caring nurturing she might be a homebody and she has good business sense uh it's all about like practical creature comforts being welcoming um mm-hmm. kind of like sensible but also like, grounded grounded yeah and like just like feeling good in like the physical space like yeah, like just creature comforts. Mm-hmm. It's definitely more of the vibe that I tap into. Um, I'm not super well in tune with my feelings and that of others. I tend to manifest my caring for others and like, I don't know how to do this in words, but here's some cookies. Here's a casserole. <laughs> I understand you're sad. Mm-hmm. Please accept my gift of this casserole. That's definitely how I roll a lot of the time. Like if someone is sad, I... I I I might have been a British mom in a previous life like have a cup of tea Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah she also can symbolize success and prosperity um, like in the wealth and home department Uh, in the Smithwaite deck her throne has beasts of the earth which are meant to symbolize nature and abundance Uh, and she's also surrounded by blossoming trees and floral gardens uh, which can be more about nature and like being down to earth and abundance In most depictions, too, the Queen of Pentacles tends to be rather richly dressed. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's she's living a nice life. She Mm -hmm. she's surrounded by luxury because of her good business and financial sense. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a aspect of it. Like the idea is that she has like earned her luxury by being a good business minded person. Mm -hmm. Steward of the material realm. Not wasteful. Yeah. Lots of people think of this as a very motherly card as well because of the like taking care of the home aspects. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a practical energy. But yeah, she's she's all about like creating a warm and secure environment for other people. Yeah. But for those of like for people who identify maybe with the suit of pentacles and more identifying with the earth element, like it doesn't have to be like human motherhood. It yeah. could be like a maternal maternal stance towards nurturing the earth or your you friends know. or your pets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Mom friend I mean. vibes. Mom friend vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do swords? Yes. This one is the most aggressive of the of the suits and of the queens in general. This one is a a figure, a skeleton with a sword held aloft and rather like, I, I would say that's a defensive position. She's mm-hmm. ready to swing, but has not done so. Yeah. And the Smithwaite deck, she is holding her sword towards the sky and has her left hand outstretched. So mm-hmm. she's ready to strike, but she would prefer to use logic. Mm-hmm. And 
the Queen of Swords can be standing for honesty, um, independence. She's very principled, fair, constructive criticism, uh, being objective and perspective. And I think that this card has a lot to do with like being like really honest and truthful in your relationships and like not thinking with your heart, but really thinking logically Mm -hmm. uh, and not rushing into a choice because of your emotions, but like really taking the time to consider every outcome and Mm -hmm. careful consideration. Yeah. And like, we were just saying in many depictions, she is ready to strike with her sword, but not doing so yet, which is a good kind of like plan for the worst, hope for the best, which is what we should all strive to to be like sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really thinking before you act. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, and above all, truth is important to her. So this is like not a time to, if you draw this card, it might not be a time to like, soften your comments or like tread lightly with your friends like maybe tell them exactly how you're feeling or like what you're thinking and Mm -hmm. uh don't mince your words i guess Mm -hmm. or just i mean we should all be thoughtful of each other's feelings but don't oh shoot i had something i was gonna say not being overly considerate like if there is something Mm -hmm. that you no, being direct and clear yeah that's right yeah yeah Yeah. like yeah we should i guess as someone who's prone to foot and mouth disease it's something i'm always working on um yeah not being mean yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can try and be thoughtful, but we do need to be direct and get your point across like if if there's a problem, you need to communicate it or else it will never get solved. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was perfect. Wands. Yeah, this is the last queen. She's wearing a very pretty dress, a little patterned dress in this and she's cultivating some sunflowers. Mm-hmm. And uh she is holding a sunflower and there are sunflowers carved into her throne in the Smithwaite deck. And sunflowers can symbolize happiness, satisfaction, and fertility. Her wand is also starting to blossom in the Smithwaite deck, which can symbolize life. And in the Smithwaite, she has a black cat by her throne, which lots of people say means she is the witch of the tarot deck. And uh, not the high priestess? Yep. Because I think just like a culty because mm. of the black cat, because black cats often symbolize the occult. Mm-hmm. She stands for confidence. Um, she's very self-assured. She's passionate, determined, uh, social, charismatic, and vivacious. Inspirational. Yeah. She's the element of fire. Yes. Uh, the Queen of Wands could indicate that you're strong and independent and able to take care of yourself, even in the face of adversity. You know what you want and how to get it, and you are very good at engaging with others to achieve your goals. And this is like a very forceful card, I think, mm-hmm. too. It's like it could be a message to like not like shy away from your talents and to like just be bold and confident. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. Cards. They're fun. Just thinking about the elements and like what is the softer edge of fire? You know? Hmm interesting i wasn't going anywhere with that oh, okay i didn't i didn't <laughs> <laughs> just spitball in here mm-hmm. it's all very interesting that was a really fun discussion of queens it was i like all the queens i do too mm-hmm. it might be my favorite like group of cards yeah i mean i think as both as women identified people we identify with the women identified things go figure mm-hmm. and i think as far as any regent goes we should try and um 
if you're going to be in any sort of leadership position, you should try and embody that more feminine energy of composure and, um, you know, thinking it through sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Thanks for talking about cards with me. I love it. I love talking about everything with you. Oh, thanks. We talked about Star Wars over breakfast and it was great. We did. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that's about it for us because we don't have anything to promote, but Mm -hmm. we're super glad that you came to hang out with us. We're thrilled to be here together and with you. So if you're looking to find more of our content around the internet, all of that Vlogmas stuff, um, you can go to fibercoven.com and it'll have a link to where you can find all of our stuff individually. But once again, Vlogmas videos will be on the Kitty with a Cupcake YouTube channel. Yes. Is that about it? I think that's it. Sweet. Well, until next week, Coven, keep making yarn magic. Bye. Bye.